0: good evening. It's Saturday, May the 4th or Sunday, May the 5th. Depends on really how I want to do it. But anyhow, this is show number 89. Show number 89. (laughs) Here we go. Good evening. how are you? This is show number eighty nine. I am your host Gumo. been doing this show eighty nine times. Every time I do this thing,'m I'm, I'm a little bit more amazed at how this thing has grown. Welcome to the uh, podcast. It's good to be here. It's I'm glad that you've joined us. And you are joining us on a nice, cool, crisp late spring evening or early morning, however you want to look at it. I haven't been to bed yet, decided to come down to the city and have a few drinks, have a few laughs, catch up with some old friends, meet some new friends. What a great time we had this evening. We did the whole traditional Chicago bar hop thing tonight and, uh, yeah, had a good time. Wrapped it up with some, (laughs) we just barely made it here, actually. Uh, we wrapped it up with some great Chinese food over near Wrigleyville. Jumped in a cab and hightailed it over here to Columbus and Randolph. As usual, we're running in the, uh, Pedway trying to, you know, I always get, uh, I always get, I always take my cab to the Fairmont and I'll get in and out of a cab at the Fairmont. Why? Because, well, I'm kind of picky. <laughs> no, uh, it's because I know everybody at the Fairmont and they know me. Uh, and it's, it's really good. Uh, it's a good place. Like when I, when you get in and out of a cab or before you get in and out of a cab, you know, they, you know the there's you know spacious amenities and convenience for me, and the pedway and I enjoyed the pedway a lot it's um it's really an efficient way to get around Chicago and when i when I first came to Chicago about to, oh god, i uh, seems like a lifetime ago, I was I was so um, thrilled, you know, like, you know, like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> and now I just, well, you know, I use it to my advantage, I guess. Well, how are you? Hopefully everything is going well. I know I said I would was going to come back a, a week afterwards, but, you know, there were some plans unspoken of. And so I uh, engaged in those plans in and. and felt fortunate to have it felt good to step away from a computer and technology and and, trying trying to really balance that and for the most part I, I think I've done good what about you are you balancing technology are you enjoying the outdoors the the wind God forbid if you're in Chicago where there's been no sunlight for the past five days. And then finally, like magic, it opens up and we see the sun. But, you know, I, you know, I tell my friends and, and, and family that the way the sun feels here in Chicago compared to the southern latitudes, it feels so strange to me because, you know, I'm at a different latitude And growing up in Florida, the way the sun felt compared to the way the sun feels here, you know, I I think that was one of my biggest misconceptions moving here is that the summers would be the same, and that was never the case. It took a lot of maturity and growing up to realize that. Uh, What about you? Everything cool with you? Hopefully, you are enjoying the job market out there. (laughs) The lowest it's been since 1969, I believe. The economy is at 3.6 unemployment. And, you know, I joined this LinkedIn thing a few months ago (laughs) under my real name. And boy, what uh, what adventures I've had with that! In meeting people, talking to people on the phone, companies, recruiters, different personalities, explaining who you are, why you are, what you've done, what you can't do. It's been an int- it's been interesting so far. find that whole social media job thing really it's really a strange thing to me and i post links to the podcast to i don't know you post you you post the link to whatever anyhow i make a posting on the linkedin um thing and it uh yeah it shows the website or the um the whole radio show where you can download it or stream or whatever and that's kind of cool so i'm able to open up i don't know people in the corporate world to you know real life stuff that a black hat hacker sees former black hat hacker i don't know i don't know and i don't want to say gray hat or anything Oh, uh, there is a, uh, if you look at the events page, you'll see that there are always a plethora of events to attend. Hang on. I'm looking at something on my iPod. Uh, and anyhow if you're looking at the events page on the website and again you know we've we've been bar hopping so if i'm a little slow or dragging i apologize but uh, uh so anyhow if you look at the events page you'll see that there are um some events you know i know I, I don't think we updated it last year but this year it's updated uh so you should take advantage of when we do update our our very informative website and take a look at the events that are close to you during this timeline you know it is summer and uh, you know and since since what I don't know since the beginning of March no the beginning of February uh, you know I've been getting uh, some invites to some conferences and and uh, you know I only really attend one I think you guys know that, but uh, you know I've I've made a commitment to attend Def Con this year in August, and uh, most recently we've been looking at this conference in Indianapolis. It's called Circle City Con, and I was I was looking at their website and I was interested in the uh, buying process and reached out to them and to see uh, you know how that really goes, and it, it seems to be uh, their sixth year of it. And I don't know if I've spoken about it uh, on any of the other shows, but it seems like it's uh a cool little conference. And um if I once I get some more information on it and learn more about it, uh and even maybe even attend, I'll let you guys know what's up with that. And uh, you know, not only on our events page there well what? Yeah, you know you can find some really uh, interesting links from the website as well. Been listening to um some old R&B from the 80s lately. It's been pretty pretty relaxing. I don't know. You know, I'm all over the place this time of year when it comes to music. <laughs> I tend to uh, fall off, drift into one direction as the seasons get uh, get more mature, I suppose. I don't know. As the seasons mature, rather. Uh, I, you know, and uh, I wanted to follow up on the last uh, show that we had. Uh, with the whole Julian Assange thing uh, Since the last time we've done this show I know, I, 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 you know I'm not uh, all on uh, Sticking with one specific topic Too long but I did want to keep uh, y- You guys uh, up to date on the Julian Assange Thing it, you know obviously If you haven't heard or read the news on your Fucking smart bracelet Or whatever the fuck it is uh, You know Julian Assange has been sentenced To 12 months in jail uh, From the London High Courts uh, due to his uh, breach of bail. Uh, and of course, um, there are various agencies and uh, groups around the world, including the United Nations, calling for his um, release. Uh, and so, uh, for now, he's safe in a British jail. Uh, and it's good to... it. It's good to see things happening instead of him just uh, sitting in a room for years at a time. Uh, and again, uh, I... I personally i my judgment doesn't matter and uh neither should yours um you know guys he's just a regular guy and um we should all treat each other uh as compassionately as possible and so uh best of luck we'll, we'll keep you guys up to date on what's going on with julian uh and his situation as it unfolds and it's going to be a it's gonna be a real slow unfolding, and you know the whole Chelsea Mayne thing. Uh, I believe she's still in jail too. Interesting, uh, you know. And I wanted, you know, uh, so I was I was speaking with a Crash on the way over here, and I'm like, you know, I, I've I've got so many things that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> and so what I do is when I find something interesting, I'll make a note of it and i always um i try to do the best i can is when it comes to making a note of something that i find interesting that i'd like to share with you uh so i don't know uh dealing with the whole (laughs) so dealing with the whole bts thing uh if you're not really sure of who they are they are a um they're a k-pop sensation uh and if you're not really uh, sure of what k-pop is it's it's a form of music out of korea uh it's a high energy high dance sort of uh just think backstreet boys uh from the i don't know i and this is off the top of my head just think backstreet boys uh on um uh, drinking a lot of red bull dancing and singing and so it's interesting uh, and the whole bts fever thing concert fever thing, has been going absolutely bonkers here in the chicago area me nonetheless contributing a couple tickets to a, a couple uh well-deserved special young ladies here in chicago uh enjoy the show on 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 hackers Uh, another thing I wanted to share with you uh, is something that I shared last year was the whole Karate Kid thing uh, on YouTube, and uh, I, you know, I, and if I haven't shared that thought with you, uh, you know, I'm I'm a total fan of the whole original Karate Kid thing, you know, with the whole Ralph Macchio thing. Uh, grew up with it actually, and you know, I was kind of ho- wholly into that when I was a kid and um if you grew up in the 80s you you know where i'm coming from but uh it was it was good to yeah so anyhow long story short um they created a new youtube you know um like a streaming series of the uh, karate kid called uh, and the name of the show is called cobra kai and they broke it up into like Uh, 30 minute episodes and they call it a season and it's so there's been uh, season one and season two and so far I've enjoyed both of them and I never watch anything on television or uh, or anything more than a seven minute video but uh, these are some programs that I was able to actually sit back and enjoy and uh, it really just made me smile and so I wanted to share that with you if you haven't checked it out check it out. It's really, uh, it's really slick. Very well written too, and you know, I'm, I'm not a TV critic or, God forbid, a movie critic, but I, when, when I do watch a program, I love when it's well written. That's a nod to all of you writers out there. Anyhow, catch Let's catch up on the news because there's a, God, there's a ton of it. The first. <laughs> listen when i say you know first wait a minute let me back up before we get on with the news i checked the mailbag today or yesterday or whatever i checked it in the past 24 hours and responded to a few people i wanted to say hi to uh tiff mike james tony uh john dunn out in new york how you doing man i hope you're doing good and um who else god man listen I got into the mailbag and was able to check out the mail replied to a few people (laughs) I got an email from you know obviously it was spam but uh, I got an email and the guy he's like hey we can help you out with business capital I'm like hey give me a couple million bucks and uh I'll vlog it (laughs) tell you what give me five million bucks and I'll vlog it how's that be one of them people that go around and whatever. Anyhow, uh, on with the news, Jack Dorsey reportedly hung out in an EMF shielded tent and once turned entirely orange Uh, and (laughs) if you're not sure who Jack Dorsey is he's the guy that's uh, created Twitter I could read the article but I'm not going to elaborate on that uh, also, uh, something scary and new for you. Uh, a new camera can now photograph you from up to 45 kilometers away. Think about that for a minute. Uh, uh, developed in China, the LiDAR-based system can cut through city smog to resolve human-sized features at vast distances. Uh my god what is this uh long distance photography on earth is always a tricky challenge of course uh but uh let's see physicists uh yeah, let's see i'm just trying to scam through this here did i hit the did i hit the windscreen i think i did uh, anyhow uh some researchers in china uh, created a camera that can actually take photographs up to 28 miles away. For, if you're not familiar with kilometers, 45 kilometers is almost 30 miles, about 28 miles. And this uh, this camera uses lidar and uh, supposedly uh, uses single photon detectors combined with uh, computational a- AI. That's kind of crazy. Think about that. Think about the, those technologies coming to fruition on your local corner. <laughs> uh, in other news, the dark web drug market, Wall Street Market, was uh, recently seized by the German police. Uh, and again, it's uh, it was a another dark web, uh, deep web, dark market. So uh, I don't know. I never even heard of it. To be honest with you, I'd, whatever. But apparently you could have a, you could have buy all the illegal things that uh, one expects when visiting the dark web, deep web, uh, and looking at uh, sites like that. <laughs> oh my God! Let that be it. Let that be a lesson. Don't do drugs. Don't. Be, don't. why but uh, but I'm not hey if you want to do drugs that's your thing Uh, also someone is uh, hacking github repositories this is an interesting twist Uh, it appears to appears that uh, someone is or has or is continuing to find interesting github repositories and remove the code and then uh, email the owners of the repository and demand a ransom this is a new twist right it's uh, just because things are in the cloud doesn't mean it's not on a computer uh and that's just what it is uh no matter what you want to call it the cloud the sky the universe it's still a computer uh, just because it's not in your computer closet uh, it's still a computer somewhere, and so hackers uh, apparently have taken advantage of the platform somehow or another. <laughs> yeah. And anyhow, they're holding um, developers' code for ransom, so let that be a lesson to you. I mean, GitHub is convenient. It's great. It's all that whatever. But remember, it's it's a computer well, out there, right? <laughs> And then, in, in, in so that's that's kind of a thing now. Uh, a lot of Azure instances getting um, getting the same treatment. Uh, and recently, also one one of the things that I found interesting is um, lately, uh, not lately, but for the past few years, law enforcement at the, the international border. Customs border protection, you know, the the people that uh, welcome you back into the country with warm and open arms. uh, They are actually. So when you are flying into the United States, they're actually requesting that you open your laptop. If you are carrying one and unlock it so they can go through it and also your phone uh, and it's been reported uh, that uh, let's see Uh, in march of 2017 a graduate student uh, in journalism uh, who attends harvard was stopped by u.s customs personnel at toronto airport as she attempted to return home from a trip to visit her uncle Uh, Customs and Border Protection took her laptop and asked her to unlock her phone. At first, she refused and was told the devices would be taken indefinitely. Uh, She eventually uh, unlocked both of them, and they were taken out of sight for more than an hour. Uh, The agents then returned and questioned her about um, her trip, her religious beliefs, and an article that she actually wrote about crossing the border, uh, also, when they returned her phone, she noticed that her Facebook app was open and showing her friends list. Uh, you know, and that, of course, uh, you know, this, this is a gray area that, uh, that's being uh, taken advantage of uh, versus your freedoms and privacy and irregardless of what other country that you visit. And this is going on each day. And so how do, you, how do you avoid something like that? How do you, what do you do, right? Well, you, you could do many things. Uh, first of all, if you are traveling with a laptop with all of your files and all of your folders and every, everything that matters the most, uh, you are probably running into trouble. What I would do uh, to get past this without any worry, of course, is I would uh, have a simple VPN, Connected to a machine that's safely located in neutral waters <laughs> or wherever in safe waters let's say that and um, the laptop can be clean it could even be something as simple as a chromebook right uh, but if that's the case or not you can uh, definitely set up an encrypted connection to wherever your files and main content are and browse the web and do your thing that way or um bring the files over or while you're on the go but remember uh if you lose your laptop it, your files go with it so the best idea would be to work with a remote desktop sort of situation yeah that'd be the best Same thing goes with your phone, right? Uh, you can use, uh, you should be able to have a phone now in this modern era that accepts dual SIM cards. And so removing your private SIM card should be, uh, something that you should consider and leave your public SIM card in there. So think about that option as well. Uh, now if you just go and remove your SIM card and there's no SIM card, obviously, um, the authorities will understand that you've removed the SIM card and request your SIM card and probably God knows what they'll do to uh, retrieve it from you. But, uh, you know, just a little clever ingenuity, I think, can go a long way in that situation. So throwing, throwing my little uh, shtick out there. Did I just really see that? Let's see what else. Uh for some reason a mysterious hacker has been selling Windows zero days to APT groups. And for some reason that's news. Uh Oh, here's something interesting. And see these are all these are all ideas that I write down and then I have to reread them because you know on a normal evening when I do the show, I've done a show note thing. But no, not tonight. A programmer recently solved a 20-year-old forgotten crypto puzzle. I don't know what it is, but uh, it seems to have been a crypto puzzle uh, that was created in 1999 and recently solved. And I don't want to read it because (laughs) I don't think I'm prepared to read stuff like that. (laughs) Especially after last night. Uh, There's more reports that the internet is ill. Uh, Cyber attacks in Europe are um, picking up. Oh, uh, and one of the most recent things, of course, was Russia has signed into law. I think they call it RUNET or something like that. But it basically will give the authorities the, the unprecedented power to disconnect Russia's internet from the internet. Think about that for a minute, and so it's um, it's it's an interesting take on cybersecurity, uh, but nevertheless unsurprising given the how the Russian thought process goes. And um, my understanding is is just (laughs) it was just like yeah, well that's what they would do in Russia. But anyhow, they signed into law that basically uh, it will require all traffic to go through all traffic that goes through Russia for its citizens and and users to be stored somewhere in Russia on Russian servers as well and so that's going to present sort of a a unique challenge for Uh, major U.S. companies that actually have something to do inside of Russia uh, moving forward. And I believe the law goes into effect later this year. And then, of course, there's new enhanced versions of more uh, laws that have gone into effect recently in Russia. Uh, and of course we can't get through a show without something cool. And one of the things that I found, uh, amazingly cool was, uh, using a, you know, if you know that I like raspberry pies, and I love them because they're great. They're, it's the best little pocket computer in the world. Uh, and I love, uh, using, uh, raspberry Pi's for their diversity in, uh, getting uh, something done, but nevertheless, uh, don't, don't be dismayed. Um. You can go over and check out the Raspberry Pi Pass Keeper and find out uh, how to build your very own. Uh, Basically, what it is, is it's a Raspberry uh, Pi-powered password storage system that allows users to store a virtually unlimited number of passwords, all securely and encrypted and quickly accessible via a master password stored on an RFID uh, key fob. Uh, it was, of course, this is an open source project and it's really cool. Uh, and the goal of the project, of course, was to create the easy to build and use devices uh, that allow to store virtually unlimited number of passwords uh, using AES encrypted storage. And uh, the storage, of course, is, uh, as I said, encrypted with AES and uses the password uh, as well uh, when it's sharing it with the RFID uh, key fob. Uh, very basic wiring, uh, as well. So if you're, uh, handy with a soldering iron, uh, and if you can understand basic PCB, um, components, I think you should have a really fun time putting this together. Uh, and again, you can search for it. Uh, again, you can rewind the show a little bit and, um, you'll find out what I just, uh, called it. Uh, but nevertheless, it's, uh, really cool. It's got a couple LEDs, all that stuff. Uh, and I believe it's on the Hackaday's website. You can check that out, but it's, um... It's really neat. It's called the Passkeeper Raspberry Pi Password Storage Doohickey. Every time I wear these noise-canceling headphones, my ears itch. I thought it was tinnitus. Oh, anyhow, we got on Spotify. We're on Spotify now. If that does that matter? Does it does that even matter? Uh big sh- I don't know how we got on there, but we're on there. <laughs> so, I'm I'm not really sure what any of that means, but um that's interesting with the whole Raspberry Pi thing. Uh, It's also reported that Russian hackers are attacking computers at U.S. embassies. We're not going to get into detail there, but, you know, listen, this whole Russian versus American thing, this is all, listen, this shit has been going on for years. There's always going to be Russia versus America. There's always going to be this country versus that country. And that shouldn't that shouldn't i mean that shouldn't make you pissed off at one person or another i think it's all a waste of time when you do look at it that way but nevertheless uh it appears that russia's hacking um computers at embassies but you can take that with a grain of salt if you want to it's hard to really narrow down what the fuck is really going on out there Someone asked me, I was in a, I had a a phone call a few weeks ago and someone, (laughs) I was speaking to some lady and she was asking me some questions and, you know, and I think I was, I don't know. And she's like, where do you get your information from on cybersecurity? I'm like, I thought about it for a minute. I'm like, well, where do you get your information for cybersecurity? And she wasn't too impressed with my answer. Uh, Facebook admits to harvest, <laughs> Facebook, Facebook admitted to harvesting about almost uh, 2 million, maybe 3 million people's contact lists without actually letting them know that they harvested everyone in their contact list. And that's kind of evident from the early generation Android devices. If you remember the products like the Galaxy Note 2 and 3 and 4 and 5. and So all of that, if you remember those devices, the early Android devices mostly were really invasive like that because you had to sign in through Google to even log into the device. And then that signed you into Facebook and then... Uh, these services using those cross sign-in platforms are always a bad thing. And so it seems that's how they were able to do that. You know, one of those times where you just hit I accept and hit next. Yeah, that's where that came from. But you knew that already, right? Because you listen to this show and you know that Facebook is really not your thing, right? I admit, though, I do have a Facebook account. I read the, the, the 2600 forums and all of that stuff. <laughs> when to say hi to everybody, uh, all 25 people on my Facebook friend list. <laughs> Speaking of Facebook, you know, it's, it's, it's so interesting looking at people's lives as, I don't know, like I have, I have some real serious friends that I go back all the way back to the day. Like way back to the day, like super back to the day kind of stuff. And I think you know, and they know me. They know me really well. And uh, it's interesting watching them grow old with me, I guess. And it's uh, humbling. And my new friends on Facebook. I got new friends there too. It's interesting. It's interesting. But nevertheless, I mean, try not to share your entire world if you have to stay in touch with your aunt or uncle or mom and dad or whatever They're like that. That's, you know, it's, it's a platform. It's a tool, right? Watch what you do. Watch what you say. Check your settings and privacy and all of that. Try not to put any drunk pics out there. <laughs> Stuff like that. Uh, and i don't know if I spoke about this on the last show or not also uh, another story out of Russia where they used a what seemed like some sort of Android robotish <sighs> bad, horrible Madame Joses or whatever the hell it is, wax museum, whatever it looked really awful, it was real cheesy, it was robot, and they tried putting it on the evening news in Russia. It seemed to have been a total flop, but, you know, the uh, people behind that are all on board, you know, because if you could put a robot in place of the news anchor, well, you've saved yourself a ton of money, buddy. And I think I really hate shit. (coughs) I really hate to think that's the future of news broadcast is looking at (laughs) having Jesus Christ. I gotta get a sip of my Gatorade here hopefully that's not what the future landscape of journalism looks like uh you know a ro- an automated robot twenty four hours sitting there being up can't even imagine, that. and that's a thing. That really is a thing, and that was a that that still is a thing in Russia. It's interesting. Uh, wanted to say hello to our Chinese and Russian uh, friends in the main cities of both countries who seem to download our show first. <laughs> hey, we're hackers. We know. Uh, also, let's see. Talk about that, uh, you know. If you own a botnet, you should make sure that you're not using the default password because recently uh, another hacker. Let's take a look at this. Let's open this. Uh, for the fat for the past few weeks, a threat actor who goes by the online name, uh, hacker name of Subi, has taken over the. IOT DDoS botnets of 29 other hackers. Uh, Subi went on to exploit uh, some other um, weak password credentials on other botnets. Uh, Subi told ZDNet that uh, he or she used a dictionary of usernames and a list of common passwords to brute force his or her way into the CNC infrastructure of those 29 botnets that's uh, interesting because yeah isn't that interesting so that goes to show you you know even 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 hackers have bad opsec poor opsec Oh, here it is. It's about the Russian uh, law. Let's take a look at that. Uh... Wow. Yeah, I was right. The law comes into effect in November with telecom operators obliged to abide by its terms fully from the start of 2021. Uh, Russia says that the stability, the the purpose of the law is to maintain the stability of the Russian internet and services running over it in case of foreign aggressors try to cut it off from the global whole internet. That's actually a great idea uh, to have like sort of a backup. Uh, now, I'm not saying it's a great idea for surveillance because you really can build the systems to make sure that this thing isn't you know, a surveillance tool. But of course, I think we all know, you know, it it doesn't matter wherever you live, you're under surveillance, get over it. But nevertheless, it's, it's more of a surveillance tool. Is it less of a surveillance tool? Who knows, but it's a backup plan. I don't think anyone in America has a backup plan. I mean what would you do what what would you do what would your business do how would you even what would you even do if you woke up tomorrow morning and you could not access the internet think about that for a moment and I know a few hackers out there that can actually just do that and then there's some people who know some people who know some people and so imagine that waking up in the morning and being able to access the internet all your all of the your home automated stuff doesn't work all of you know, anything that runs over the internet doesn't work. Your, your smartphone doesn't wake you up because it doesn't connect to the home mothership. Your appointments are all blown out of the water because you can't get to your Gmail. Uh, you know, nothing works. Your morning music doesn't come on. Your I, IP over TV stream has failed. No IP over voice, no voice over IP. You can't get to the internet. No one, even the coffee shop downstairs can't get to the internet. No one can get to the internet. The internet is down. Think about that. Think about that morning you wake up one morning and the internet is down. Are you going to be able to make it through the day? Ha ha ha. And if you seriously doesn't don't think that the internet can uh, go down, think again. Seriously think again. Anyhow, I think it's personally, I think it's a great backup plan. And I think uh, not only should governments have it, but uh, companies as well. And individuals, individuals should have that, I mean, come on, if the internet goes down, your home network goes down. I mean, for most people, (laughs) the majority of people, you know, the people that run your life digitally now. Some scary stuff to think about, huh? how our lives have become so intertwined with the Internet and what you need from it each day to get on with your day. Bet you never thought of that, have you? Have you thought of that? What would you do? And how would people react? I mean, you know, like nothing would work, right? ATMs. Anything, banks, you know, you definitely couldn't shop at Amazon stores because they, they don't accept cash. So B-S-O-L with them. At least you could go to a traditional store, I suppose, and they would check you out with cash. I know when we Crash and I dealt with the hurricanes a couple years ago, we went to the um, grocery store and they were actually ringing people up with cash. It was interesting. And so that's why you shouldn't eliminate cash. I wanted to send a special uh, thought out this evening to uh, m- someone who's really dear to me, close to me. Uh, his name's Craig. And he's due in for surgery uh, this Monday. He Craig has always been an older brother, inspiration, mentor to me over the years. And, um, you know, Hey, as I said earlier in the show, we're getting older and, uh, my buddy Craig's going in for back surgery. And, um, I just wanted, uh, to let him know that I'm thinking about him, his family and everybody down there. Um, truly a special person to me and has been. Uh, and not only him, but his wife and and his family uh welcoming me into their family with open arms over the years and um I just want to let them know I was thinking of them uh this evening as well uh and uh It's, it's just been nuts really uh the the past several weeks uh, since we've done the last last show. Uh, We've we've made some changes. We've been able to upgrade some of the bandwidth uh, issues that we've been experiencing. And so uh, if you've been trying to stream the show over various platforms, I believe we've got that situation pretty much uh, taken care of for now. And uh, I do apologize for it. If you can never if you always have streaming issues, you can go to the Internet archives and stream our show from there as well. Uh, and also remember now we add an encrypted show <laughs> and hopefully I'm not going to mention anything on social media or anything online, but we, we do now add a, an encrypted show to this show. So not only are you listening to the podcast here, we also, uh, there is an encrypted, there is, there is content within the audio that you're listening to right now. And so that's called stenography, and did I say it right? stenography? Whatever. Anyhow, it's the art of hiding a file inside of a file, and that's what we did on the last show.
1: <clears throat>
0: Excuse me. That's what we did on the last show, and then that's what we're going to continue to do on each show. I think you'll really enjoy that. It's basically, uh, now to. Remember I'm only going to say this once, so if you don't know the password, oh well, and I've only I've typed it out once, but the password is hackers. and you'll need some software to actually decrypt it. Now we didn't get really stupid or silly with it or anything. We used some software uh, put out by uh, a wonderful programmer and um, it's called Deep Sound and um it, you can use this particular program to decrypt the show now again this isn't nothing super serious uh, funky or anything like that but it's kind of cool right so we could put like videos messages uh whatever we could we just have fun with it and that's that's what we do and hopefully you have fun with it as well it's kind of like um you know decoding a secret message but you you know there's a secret message but you know there's um you know, it's it's not going to be a bad thing. It's always going to be fun to discover. And hopefully you enjoy f- discovering the hidden files that we put in the encrypted show. How do you get to the encrypted show? Well, you have to download it from the archives and you have to download the wave dot, dot wav file. Download it to your computer and then you can run the em- decryption software called what? Deep Sound. Uh, and so you open the file up with deep sound, enter in the password hackers, and then you'll see, um, different goodies inside of the wave file. And so that's, uh, our gift to you each time that we do the show from now on. And I think you will find it pretty fun. Hopefully you do. Uh, and if there's (laughs) use at your own risk, because, you know, first of all, the name of the show, right, you know, Hi, and uh, second of all, you you know, we're not responsible for unused uh, luggage. So download at your own risk, use at your own risk. But just know that when we upload the files, there's nothing uh, malicious uh, involved. If you do find something malicious, let us know. We'd like to know. That's, you know... Never know who has a sense of humor out there. Uh, anyhow, that's kind of the news. That's kind of where we're at. I'm still <laughs> kind of leaning to the left a lot, haven't been to bed. Uh, and so I think that's what I'm going to do. It's been great to catch up here, uh, swing by the big white, the big Stan. That's where we're at, where big Stan uh, so we're going to split out here, hop in a cab, hop in a train, maybe take an Uber out to the burbs, get some sleep. We got, uh, we've got we got a lot of things to do tomorrow, like hard things to do, exercisey things, and I really don't want to do it, but the weather's uh, definitely cooperating here in the Chicago uh, land area, and it's been great. We're And again, uh, on the whole event thing coming up with the Circle, what's it called? Dude, what's it called? So, 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 circle con circle circle city con uh, with the whole circle city con thing we'll keep you guys up to date on uh if on our adventures on getting down there to the event in indiana Indianapolis <laughs> until then uh we're looking forward to doing getting show ninety off the ground here soon, maybe next week, maybe a week after that but we we're, we're trying to stay consistent and we have been checking your emails, thank you for your emails. And um, thank you for tuning into the show. We are really happy to be everywhere we are and we can't do it without you. And thank you for uh, just listening to the show. That's all you have to do. We don't ask for money. We don't ask for donations. There's no ads. There's none of that silliness and it'll always be that way. And remember that. And so for that, all we ask is that you just keep a nice open mind and, and uh, hopefully you can leave the show each time with a smile. Okay, so I think I covered uh, pretty much the news, the gadget stuff, and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, as I said, I'm leaning. <laughs> I'm leaning even more. Uh, with that said, thank you for tuning in to the show. My name is Gomo, and uh, I love you all. Seriously, I do. And I will see you next time on show number 90. Until then, take care of yourself. Talk to you later, yeah? Bye.